make sure I watch how I say my words too, because I don't want to say select few. I'm gonna say a group of people. You're right. Well, I think when we get into it, we're gonna have to definitely make sure we let everyone know we're. If we go ahead and write this down too, we're I'm not. Say, I'm 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 independent. <laughs> yeah. So I'm independent. <laughs> we're we're not supporting. No. We're not telling you who to vote for. Mm-mm. Because uh, I'm a, I'm gonna bring up the third candidate. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm bring up Joe Joe Jensen. I'm like. Yeah, you know, I, I George jensen has got some good policies and stuff that she wants yeah. to end at, but no one's looking at her. Yeah, because I, she's not on the major ticket. Yeah, I just seen like who's gonna be on our uh, mm-hmm. on the ballot. I printed it off today, so I'm gonna go through and look at all those. Yeah, and another thing, Pop told us he was like definitely stressed, you know, because with that topic, he said it's good, it's good that believers are talk- we should be talking about it. We should. Also, we need to be, you know, encouraging people. Don't talk about it if you're not gonna go out here and vote. Right. You know, if you're not, if don't get out here and vote ignorantly either. Just because. Right. Do your research, right. people. Don't just go off of what we see media, because the media is there for just that. Right. To paint a picture. You know, I've never sat down with President Trump before. Never. All I've seen. Oh, yeah. All I've seen. <laughs> shoot, we might well go right on into it, man, honestly. But from what I've seen, you know. From what I see through the media, yeah, he's very he's very obnoxious. Um, he he is narcissistic. So we're gonna go ahead and do this topic now. We're gonna go ahead and do it. All right, let, let's do it. Let's go do ahead it. and do it now, let's bro. Do it. Might as well. High definition is Maurice. It's Torres. We y'all done already heard kind of a piece of the uh, conversation. Uh-huh. We just we we're gonna hold this off until next week, but we're gonna go ahead and hop gonna, into it gonna, now. We're gonna go ahead and do it now. Yeah, because it's it's been on us, y'all. Hope y'all had a good week. Uh, Torres, how was your weekend, weekend man? Weekend was uh, was was stressful, but <laughs> I made it through. <laughs> I made it through. Wow, it was stressful, bro. <laughs> work, uh, work, man. Like I mean, look, I had eleven people show up to work yesterday. Eleven. And I'm the only department that const- consistently has to grab people from other departments to fill my roster. So how, how many do you normally have? Uh, or how my to, ro- to my run it ro- normally? On, on my e-time roster, I have 24 people. So over half uh, your people don't show? Correct. Right, right at, a little bit that, under that half. Correct. Right. That's correct. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. Basically it's yeah. probably about, on my roster, I mean, that's like there's like two people that are gone. So 22. I have 22 people on my roster. Oh, so that's half. So okay. half my people didn't show. <laughs> wow. Now, my key had a re- good reason. I told her not to come in because her knee – um, have been swelling Friday and Saturday. Gotcha. She, she toughed it out Saturday, so I could, so I could, you know, I came in, left about I left about twelve thirty. She she stuck it out the whole entire day, so I could leave to go celebrate with my son's birthday. Shout out to my little man Carter. Happy birthday, Carter. Um, so you know, she hung in there, and I told her I said, if, if you're not feeling up to it Sunday, do not come in. So yeah. when I got to work, shift got started. She wasn't there. I knew she was at home resting her knee. I'm glad she did that because I, I'm gonna need her. Cause I told her that, that it don't look good though, man. That, wow. that knee does not look good. Praying for her though. I'm praying for Miss Angie. Word. Cause yeah, bro, that knee. It looked like she tore something. I ain't gonna lie. The way it's swelling. Really. It was like a like a meniscus tear. Oh wow. Something. Wow. But she has an appointment on the 30th, so she still gotta make it through this weekend. <sighs> it all, it all work out. Yeah, it will. But back back to the conversation. Yeah, so back to okay this. okay. Fam, listeners, uh, high def family. So uh, we were actually going to talk about um, parenting. You know, maneuvering through parenting yes. yeah, and in this generation and this day in this society. But uh, something that's really been kind of burning in our hearts and our spirits as we are in this political season. Uh, we want to, you know, just dive into the topic of politics, the topic of where the church should stand. 
mm-hmm. on politics. Um, it's a dicey subject. Very. We we understand that. We understand that there are different views. We understand that there are different opinions. But that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. This platform is all about us having different views, expressing different views, and still being able to converse, still being able to uh, respect each other's views. And, you know, at the end of the day, we still love each other. Yes. Because one of the things that we're seeing with this particular, especially within the church, and which should not be, when the topic of politics comes up, it seems like if you're not this way, um, you're like you're an enemy. Mm-hmm. And that should not be. That absolutely should not be. So we're going to try to take a dive in t- into this um, conversation mm-hmm. uh, once again. And from from the top, we're, number one, we're not going to endorse any either candidate that's mm-hmm. on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to tell you who to vote for. Nope. Only thing we want to do with this conversation is we want to give you a perspective on mm-hmm. you as a believer, where you, sh- where we feel like, or where we personally believe through our own conviction, through our own study, through our own prayer time, mm-hmm. and through our own con- uh, consultation with our leaders. Yes. Um, you know, just where should we as a believer stand on this? So, jumping into it, number mm-hmm. one, number one thing uh, to start it off, number one. Politics, when it comes down to it, number one thing, God is neither Republican nor is he a Democrat. This, this is a fact. So let's go ahead and, and start that off right yes. there. God, the sovereign God, yes. the creator of the universe. If you're hearing this and you pray to the universe, <laughs> um, okay. I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but you <laughs> no. know. Believe, believe what you want, you know, and we, we respect everyone's beliefs, but yeah, we, do. we just of the belief that the God of the Bible is the one who created the universe, mm-hmm. and he is neither Democrat nor is he Republican. And I, I, the reason, I'm going to give you clarity why I laughed at when he said that, because I, us as believers in our heart of hearts know that we feel that, we feel and know that God is the creator yes. of the universe. Um so we pray to God, yep. you know, and I, I kind of, kind of funny that people do. We pray to the God of the Bible, <laughs> the Bible, and not that, not that one that was oppressing our our ancestors. Okay, not that one. We don't, we this don't pray no, to that. We don't nah, pray to that. One. We don't pray to the white man we, religion. We, we, pray we, we pray to the God we of the universe, to the sovereign God, the one who gave His life for everyone. His name is Jesus. That is that's, correct. That's who we're talking about. Because Yahweh, Pop, <laughs> Pop said it yesterday. Yeshua, Pop said it yesterday. Jesus has to be the main thing. This is a fact. So this is a fact. The Bible says, yes. "He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No, no man. man comes to the Father except by me." So that the one who we believe in, the viewpoint we're coming from, is from Jesus. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn my my Hebrew. Uh, I'm actually trying to study that too because I, I mean, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. Very it's, and that it is. Man, um, especially when you study the Bible, it's from a that, beautiful from that. language, yes. man. It's yes. beautiful, and I I feel like it's more pure. Yeah, in that in that dialect, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely very much interested. I've actually been looking at some words. That's why if you see if you hear me say Yah or Yahweh yep. or Yeshua, those are those are Hebrew words for, for Jesus. God yep. and Jesus. Yep. So like yeah, so like if you ever follow me on like Twitter or something, you'll see that I post Hallelujah. I don't spell it with a J. I spell it with a Y. Because there are no J's in the Hebrew there language. There you go. <laughs> so back, back to what we were saying. Yes, so 
the God of the Bible. He is neither a Democrat nor is he a Republican. Yes. Okay. So let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. So in us going into this conversation, us as believers, mm-hmm. okay, we there are going to be some of us who lean more to the conservative side. Mm-hmm. There are going to be some of us some of us who lean more towards the Democrat or the liberal side. Mm-hmm. And you are well within your right to lean whichever way you choose. You are. But the thing I, I know for me, the thing that kind of gets under my skin is where we think God is leaning towards one side or the other. That's a fact. And to be honest with you, he's sovereign, which means he reigns over everything. So he he doesn't lean to either side. He's his own side. That's a fact. And a lot of times uh, we try to chalk up one side as being the Jesus side and the other side who is you try to chalk it up as the devil. Right. Truth be told, if God if Jesus was standing here right now, he would be condemning both sides. Exactly. For the actions um or lack of action yep. that is being displayed yep. by either party. And a scripture for this that has always rang true in my heart concerning that and when someone's always asked me do you think do you think if Jesus walking the earth right now, would he be Democrat or Republican? And this coming from Joshua five, uh, verses thirteen through fifteen. And this is when uh Joshua's lead and just kind of give you context. This is when Joshua's leading the people, they're getting ready to go into the promised land. Mm-hmm. And they have uh they're getting ready to cross over the Jordan River. And he says, and uh they're getting ready to go into Jericho, actually. It says verse thirteen, and I'm reading this from the message Bible, so it's gonna kinda make it just as plain and simple. He says, and then this while Joshua was there near Jericho, he looked up and he saw right in front in front of him a man, and this man is actually an angel, standing, holding his drawn sword. Joshua stepped up to him and said, "Whose side are you on, ours or our enemies?" If we brought that to today, that would be like us asking God, "What side are you on, Republican or Democrat?" He said, "Neither." So the angel of the Lord, the representative of the Lord, he says, "I'm on neither side. I'm the commander of God's army." I'm going to stop it right there. So God is on neither side. He's on. He's neither Republican nor is he Democrat. So, therefore, us as believers, we cannot come into this conversation thinking that God is strongly favoring either side. He's his own side. Therefore, if he's his own side, we as believers, we have to be on God's side mm-hmm. in all things. All things. Because at the end of the day, our question should be, number one, like Therese just said, if God, if Jesus standing there on this earth right now, he gonna look at both sides and rebuke both sides. Mm-hmm. Both sides will get rebuked. I don't care what you say. He will rebuke both sides for either doing something or not doing something. Yeah. He's gonna rebuke both sides. There's no way around that. If we really, if we really hold, if we believe the Bible for what it really says, and you know, and God is His Word, in the beginning was the Word, the Word's with God, the Word was God. Nothing God God holds Himself to His Word. That's the standard He holds Himself to. So therefore, if we uh, if that's the standard he's given us to live by, that's the standard he's given us to, you know, have protocol to have all these processes to have to live our life. He's gonna hold us to that. He's gonna rebuke both both sides. Mm-hmm. So with for us, when we, go, when we think about this conversation, we have to number one, the, the one question you gotta uh, consider: Are you considering God in your thought process regarding you know your political views regarding? Uh, how you're going to vote, are you considering God or are you 
just going with the norm or you going with what you've always done? <laughs> so let's throw that question out there. Yeah. Are you even considering God in all of this? Once again, you have your own leanings. You lean towards whichever side you choose to. But have you considered God in your leaning? Have you considered God in whatever mm-hmm. decision that you're going to make? So God cannot be removed from believers' involvement or representation in government because laws are made based on belief systems. Right. Since the Christian's belief system or worldview is derived from the Bible, then out of necessity, it should inform our our politics and therefore should inform our vote. Mm. And to go back to the sovereign, give a definition of that, sovereignty simply means that God is accountable to no one. Yep. All things are either caused by him or permitted by him. Yep. To acknowledge his sovereignty means to recognize his jurisdiction along with his with the validity of his supremacy over every area of our right. lives. Right. So I mean with just just taking that into, you know, he's he's over everything. So, we're gonna look at this. Mm-hmm. We're, gonna, we're gonna look at it. when it comes to the you know the, the debates are coming up. Yes, and we really want to get this out before the debates, just to kind of get you thinking. You know, just yeah. you know, and it's I'm being honest with you. I can't speak for Therese. Mm-hmm. I I'm, at this point I really don't know which way I'm leaning. I, I'm being honest. Oh, that's a fact, man. I don't know either. Um, you know, I'm looking at policies that are want to be put forth by. All three candidates. Yeah. Yes, I said all three candidates. Uh, yeah, go ahead and explain uh, that. There is a third candidate who is the libertarian candidate, and uh, that is Jorgensen. I can't remember her first name. Um, uh, what is her first name? What's her first name? I want to make sure I get that for you guys so that you guys can do your research for yourselves. What's her first name? She's from South Carolina. Um, Joe Jorgensen. Is that, is that yeah. what it is? It's Joe George Jensen and Jeremy Spike Cohen. Okay. They're the Libertarian. Also, there's a Green Party. Uh-huh. I didn't know about the Green Party. Howie Hawkins and Angela Walker. They're on that ticket. And there's another one, the Alliance Party. Oh, word. Uh, Raquel Rocky De La Fuente and Darcy Richardson. That's hmm. that ticket. But – we mainly only see the two main parties, which are Democrat and Republican. Yes, those are the the two that everyone's fixed. Basically, on, of course. But there there are other no there are other parties that are that are in there, but they haven't really gotten a whole lot of shine. Right. So uh, even with okay, going going to that, mm-hmm. we just we just laid out there that mm-hmm. there are other parties that are running. Right. In this whole process, okay, we've had. If we get on social media, everybody's complaining. They're saying, and President Trump, he's doing this. President Trump is doing that. Mm-hmm. We need to vote President Trump out. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that rhetoric of anyone but Trump is very problematic. I understand your dispositions right. and the frustrations. But on that, on this, on this, on the back end of that, if you're just voting just to get him out of there, I mean, that's, that's, that's like – What's a good example here? Um, if you want to get anybody but Trump, if that's if that's, that's the if that's the mindset, if that's the mindset, would you want? You say now, if you just say if somebody if you agree to that, I want anybody but Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Let's put Adolf Hitler up there. Okay, yeah. So you don't like give. Right, let's, let's put. Let's do that. Let's put Adolf Hitler on the ballot. All right. Now, this is Adolf Hitler before Holocaust, all that stuff. This is this is the same rhetoric, like that rhetoric and all that stuff that he did. We're gonna just throw that away. Throw it out the window. We don't know this Adolf Hitler guy. Seems like a pretty cool guy. This guy, he's he's saying the right stuff. Da 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 da. Anybody but Trump. All right, we vote Hitler in. Now, put into perspective, everything that happened after Hitler went into power. He killed six million people. Six million. I'm not saying. Now, I'm definitely not saying. I don't. <laughs> no, we're, de- not, we're definitely we're not saying you, that Biden is doing that. We're just trying to give you an example. Ex- yes, an example of just that type of mindset and thinking. Yeah, like because you you're willing to fall for the okie doke because something looks better. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> it's very problematic. Yeah. It's very problematic. And once, and once again, I'm probably going to drill this into the ground. Yeah. We're not telling you who to vote for. No. That's your right. That's that your freedom. Right. All we're trying to do is just give you perspective and just give you something to think about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, number one, the God of the Bible is neither Democrat nor Republican. That's fact. <laughs> okay. Number two, uh, you can vote for whoever you want to. Mm-hmm. Okay, but and two let's say so let's say let's say that's two a, two b mm-hmm. in your voting. Mm-hmm. Are you considering God? Are yes. you considering God with your vote? Are you considering Him with which way to lean? Mm-hmm. You know, are you considering it? If you're gonna consider Him, that means you you are basing. Uh, are you basing it um, on your convictions? Are you basing it on your beliefs? And, you know, and I've come to find out even within the last few years that even us within the Christian community, mm-hmm. which I have, I, I have, I, how can I say it? I don't have a problem with it, and I do have a problem with mm-hmm. it because I'm not, I've learned and I've come to the understanding that there are many of us, yes, we love God, we mm-hmm. believe God, but we still have so many different views, worldviews, uh, when it comes to uh, homosexuality, yep. when it comes to abortion, yep. when it comes to politics. Yep. and Those are always the hot buttons. Yes. I mean, e- even when it comes to economics, mm-hmm. uh, things of that nature. Um, and it, I'm cool with the fact that we have different views, mm-hmm. but I sometimes wonder, do we have – had we all the way considered God in it, if we did, I think our views would be a little bit more biblically based. Yeah. You know, I'm trying, I'm hoping I'm wording that correctly. I just wonder sometimes do, are we really, when we consider God, do we consider him? Are we trying, here we go. Are we trying to fit God in our box or are we trying to fit our views into what he's already said? All right, said? so I'm glad you said that. Cause thank you, Lord, for letting him say <laughs> that. Because I'm looking at my notes right here. The systems attempt to box God into a government confined within the perspective of man. Yet when humanity is used as the starting point for interpreting and interacting with God's creation, faulty theology, sociology emerges. Mankind attempts to fashion God into its own image uh, as man, as of man. As a result, socialism, communism, in particularly, uses government to suppress religion, and to such degree, leaves the one true God entirely out. My God, my God, 
Selah. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Because, I mean, go, when you look at, like, even look at it today, like, it's almost like nowadays we don't even give God what he said, his word, his principles. We're trying to make it fit us and not us fit him. That's and I, and here, here's my personal belief, and God loves, he loves everybody, but I believe he, he really does not like that. I don't, I don't, he loves you, but he ain't got to like what you do. Mm. So, and I, I'm of the belief that when we don't consider him, when we don't try to please him in everything that we do, when we don't try to say, okay, God, Yes, I have my views, but I want I rather please you than me do my own thing. I believe that I personally believe that grieves him. Yeah. And that that's just my personal belief. Some of you out there that's listening, you may disagree or you may have another view of it. Mm-hmm. But I I personally believe when we don't consider him, it grieves him. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because God God won't he won't he he loves us. He wants the best for us. Mm-hmm. His word even says uh, in Proverbs, mm-hmm. trust in the Lord with all your heart and all your, and lead not to your own understanding. Mm-hmm. He says, acknowledge me in all your ways. Right. Now, when he said that, I, somebody said this and said, you know, my conscience is not is leading me to this candidate. Mm-hmm. And now, I, and I say, whoa, your conscience, hmm, your conscience. We're not, that's our own understanding. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit leads us into all truths. Right. So we are not to be led by our hearts, our consciences. Because the book of Jeremiah says the heart is desperately wicked. There it is. We are not to be led by our hearts. I mean, even in sound decision making, you ought to pray. Yeah. The Bible says. Pray without ceasing. Men ought to always pray. Thank you. When we're making tough decisions, even with this, we have to consider God in that decision. Yeah, have to. Have to. Now we are speaking we are speaking to those who are professing Christians. If you're not, you are more than welcome to you know go to a, there another go. episode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but if if you sit here and say that for God I live, for God I die. Jesus died on the cross, saved my sins. Yep. Boom. This is this is the conversation that you ought to be listening and to. And it's it's a tough conversation. And another reason too, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. this particular conversation that comes up when it comes up in the church, it is so divisive. It's so it's like it's shark infested. You know what's crazy? When this conversation comes up, we look exactly like the world. We do. When a when a disagree when a when a disagreement yeah. comes about. The the site the, the the you know how you have you have your family. And you have that one disagreement and everybody just yeah. torn and fighting and bickering. This is what the church looks like when we have this conversation. You know something I thought about? Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus said something. I, I believe bo- both of them are in Matthew. Uh, I should have looked it up. He said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. And then he also said, beware of the leaven of of Herod. <laughs> the Pharisees represent a they a the religious community. Yes. Herod was a governmental figure. Right. We have to be mindful and beware not to mix the religious and the political in, you know, in our teaching. Mm-hmm. Because 
the word living in the in the context is actually talking about the doctrine. Ah. So the teaching of government, mm-hmm. which let me bring that, let me bring proper context. Mm-hmm. We as a church should be involved in political political discussions because there were plenty of men in the Bible who were government officials before the church was even actually established in the earth. Mm-hmm. You had prophets mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. Your prophets were the ones who anointed the kings. Yep. And the kings always had prophets in their court. Yes, they did. So, I'm going to stick a pin right there in just a second. Uh-huh. So, going back to what I said about the living of Herod, the living of um, the Pharisees, we have to be mindful not to allow that type of conversation to uh, mingle in as, in a way that is going to be so divisive. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to talk about it, but we should not let it uh, get us to a point where we're bickering, where we're fighting each other, mm-hmm. where we're, you know, we just, nah, mm-hmm. they they, they want to vote Republican. I ain't fooling with y'all. Mm-hmm. Or nah, they want to vote Democrat. I don't want to fool with y'all. No, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. All of us, as, as much as it should be, we're still human. We're not going to agree on every yeah. single thing. This is, this is a fact. And, you know, okay, one th- things I don't agree with my wife about. <laughs> Come on now. You're not going to agree on everything, You're but not. we should we should not let this conversation mm-hmm. uh because we don't agree, we should not let it drive us apart. We got enough going on in the world now that's that's pulling the body of Christ apart as it is. And this should not be one. For one thing, this should be we should be unifying around this as a whole anyway. So go ahead. Go, nah, no, go ahead. Go okay. ahead, bro. So you know, you got those people that be like, well, you should leave God in politics. You should leave God out of politics. Okay. I'm going to say this. God has given us the freedom to choose whether or not we will be one nation under him, whether we will he, whether we will recognize his rule and operate underneath it. But with that choice comes either God bless America or not. God only promises to bless the nation that recognizes his Authority, mm-hmm. and that's in Psalms thirty-three and twelve. Gotcha. All right. So if we won't, we don't want God and to be involved in politics. But he, but he set up the. He set he set it up. Right. He set up how every every government. Um, I think it's wrong. Gover- governmental level is. I think it's Romans thirteen. All authority is given by God anyway. Yeah, I, did I say that last? I think I did say that. Yeah. See, it's all. Yeah, it, it it's all given yeah. by God, and we're basically just taking. We take His blueprint, and we misuse it. Yeah. That's literally what we do because you'll see. You'll see. Some conservative that'll say, you know, this, 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 this is 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 God driven. Okay. All right. But I also I want to I I'm this is this is where the conflict comes yep. in with me because I'll look at the conservative side and you'll say, oh. We, you know, we're glorifying God with our policies, but on the flip side, we're not, we're not glorifying God with our lives. Mm. We can't have it both ways. Mm-mm. You can't be 
one foot over the fence, one foot on one foot on one side of the fence, one foot one foot on the other side other yep. side of the fence. I agree. They say you got to be on one side of the fence. Are you fully for God? Why not? He said, "What did he say about being a little?" Um, he said, "You either hot or cold, because yep. lukewarm." Yeah, I'll speak. And it's funny because God will, God will honor you being cold. Mm-hmm. He will honor you being hot for him. But that lukewarm, he's spitting you out. Right. He said, "Be either hot or cold." That's like spit you out if you're lukewarm. That's like us today. We're in a day now. We don't want. We hear. We see the memes all the time. I don't want no fake friends. I don't mm-hmm. want nothing fake. God is the exact same way. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're made. We're made in His image. There it is. So where y'all think we actually got that from? He he don't want you to be fake. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Yeah. says that. I mean, and he he's always gave giving us a choice. I was reading in Deuteronomy. He said, uh, "I said before you today, life and death, blessings and curses. Choose this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rather that you choose life." But mm-hmm. he gives you that choice. Uh, when the, the story of Elijah with the false prophets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Israel, if you're going to serve God, um, serve God and serve him. If you're going to serve Baal, serve, uh, serve him. Mm-hmm. God's always giving us a choice. He wants you to be either or. You can't be, like, like Therese just said, you can't be on the fence, which is another reason why if <laughs> if God stood on this earth today, he's going to rebuke both sides of the party. Very much. Both sides of the aisle is going to get rebuked. Yeah. Ain't no going back to the point you made a, min- a minute ago about how people have said, we're not so, you know, the church shouldn't be getting involved in politics. Mm-hmm. Like I said a few a few moments ago, in the Old Testament, it was the prophets who selected the kings, who came and anointed the kings. Yeah. So spiritual being, uh, you no, know, those who are aligned with God have always been involved in politics. Yeah. They've always been involved in government. This is always, it's always been as such. So to say that, and to be honest with you, and I'm just this is just me. I believe if we were if we were still involved in politics the way we should have been, especially if we would have at least have prophetic voices, people who would speak truth to power from the voice of God, we would not have the some of the troubles that we have now. Mm-hmm. I'm just of that belief. But because I believe because the church has not been involved in this conversation, that's probably why we ended up in the way that we have now. That's just mm. now that's my opinion. You may have a different opinion, but I believe God has He He wants us to be involved in all in all things. You know, there's a teaching. Um, there's a teaching about um, some people disagree with it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's called the Seven Mountains. Oh yeah, we yeah we stress those. Yeah, so um, I got I got my notes. I know it's family, family, government. Art, arts and entertainment, mm-hmm. government, mm-hmm. Um, education, mm-hmm. finance, mm-hmm. religion. Mm-hmm. And I'm missing one. I'm missing one. I just had it. And is it is in my notes. I got it. So right. religion, religion, family, family, education, government, media, business. Business, that's it. Yeah. So religion, family, education, government, media, arts, business. Those are the seven mountains of influence. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there are people who disagree with this teaching. Mm-hmm. But... I'm of the opinion also, Jesus said, go ye into all the world. There you go. So, he said, go ye into all the world. That means all the world systems. Yes. So, we as believers should be involved in religion. Yes. We're already involved in religion. Mm-hmm. We should be involved in family. Yep. We should be involved in education. Yep. We should be involved in government. We see, we see that in 
you know, it's we look at that and we say, oh, it's cool to be uh, in be an influence in this in six and oh seven. We say that all, we see that all the time. You know, as soon as you you want to bring Christ, God into government realm, that's where it gets dicey. Right. That's where it gets dicey. But he said we are to go into, go all, into the all the world. Now we are to be in the world, but not of the, of world. the world. We are to be set apart. We are not to look like those who are already operating in those systems. Right. Which means our policies, how we carry ourselves, yep. how we converse, how we converse. We cannot look like those who are not of the cloth. Right. And see, here's the thing too. I, I don't, yeah, us us as believers, and if we're gonna go into these, if we're gonna go into uh, these mountains, if we're gonna go into these areas. We gotta be educated in those areas, mm-hmm. so we can't be we can't be afraid to be educated in that. Yeah, because guess what? If we're gonna if we're gonna influence government, you know, this is the conversation we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't go into a board meeting, or we, or we can't go on the Capitol Hill speaking in tongues. When the Bible says show yourself approved, I understand it was talking in the biblical context, but that also applies into everyday life. The thing that you want to seek after, you have to know the language. You have to. You have to. If you want biblical example, Joseph <laughs> in the book of Genesis. Yes. Joseph, he he was trained in he he knew about economics. He knew about agriculture. He knew about that. Because of Joseph, Egypt was was able to prosper for seven years, and then mm-hmm. they were able to survive the famine for seven years, all because he knew policy, all because he had governmental strategy, mm-hmm. economic strategy. Another example, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel was able to give counsel to a king. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other prophets of the Bible, uh, Nathan, he gave counsel to David. David was a king. If we brought it to today, if David was in America, David would be the president. Uh I want to say Nathan would be somebody, maybe he's his own personal prophet or maybe somebody like the Secretary of State, somebody that's really close in his cabinet that's going to be able to give him advice. Mm-hmm. So all throughout Scripture, we, we see examples of people being involved in government and high levels of authority. So we as believers are supposed to be there. Okay, so to let's, and this is just going back to the point that Therese made about us being involved of uh, you know, this, it's supposed to be a separation of the church and, and state or the church and politics. We shouldn't be involved in politics. No, we should be involved in everything. God has something to say about everything that's going on in earth. Therefore, he needs representatives in everything, in every area of what's going on in the earth. To, for us to be locked into the four walls of the church, that means we're basically giving, we're giving the enemy, we're giving the devil everything else on a silver platter. So, going back to these seven mountains, we should be involved in religion. We should be involved in family. We should be involved in arts and, and media and entertainment. Y'all see what's all going on with Netflix and cuties. <laughs> yeah, man. And people are, man, you know what? I ain't going to talk about that. We might need to have that for another another subject. Because Pandora's box is being opened as we speak, guys. <laughs> and it ain't looking pretty. It ain't looking good at all, man. So, I mean, so, you know, us going, uh, us talking about this, you know, con- consider God with uh, with your views. Consider God with your beliefs. Consider God with your voting. Mm-hmm. You know, consider God in everything that you do. 
no, the, the verse we just mentioned a few moments ago, Proverbs 3, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. So if you're not even acknowledging God, he's not going to be able to give you the right direction. Mm. Let me say this. Um, it's moving a nice book. This right here, I did not get to this point, but it makes so much sense. Uh, and we already know this, but when faced with a situation where either candidate or party appears to represent God's kingdom values or both answers offered about policy or law or wrong, then it must must be determined which answer can be best used to give God the most glory. You must choose, like the midwives, the lesser of two evils and base your decision and your vote and political involvement on what best interests God's kingdom. Yeah. Because I'm looking at both of these candidates. Some of them be like, oh, well, this, par- this person is more for God. This person is not. I don't see God. On, I see I see the hand of God work. I, and I believe that the hand of God can move through either through either side. But I'm still conflicted. Yeah. And a lot of us are. A lot of us are. Um, I was like that in the last election. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I, I voted for Obama because he was black. I ain't going to lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I, I was my first, it was my, his first term was my first time ever getting a vote. I didn't vote to his, my first time vote was his second term. Really? My yeah. first, I just voted, you know. Yeah. I didn't even vote that for uh, his first time, but his second one, I, I, I definitely yeah. voted for him. And I ain't going to. The main reason, because he was black. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, bro- it, brother it, in the White House. Why not, man? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if we really look at it, yeah. we had 2008. Uh, Del- he's already made it that far. Yeah. I mean, he. You had it, literally every black person mm-hmm. was gonna vote for him. Oh, definitely. It wasn't us that put him in there anyway. But. <laughs> but it, I mean, and we be honest. I mean, we we ain't never seen, we have never had anybody of our of our ethnicity that high in office. Well, I mean, I've I've been reading some historical texts that might be a lie, but really, we'll, yeah, we're getting that later. Oh yeah, you got to scoop we'll, it. We'll, I, def- we'll I definitely ain't read that. We're getting that, 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 that later. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, yeah, my first time voting was 2012. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. I mean, you know, just to I guess to simply put, guys, let's make sure that we consider God um, with our voting. Yep. Um, and let's not group on either side. Thank you. Uh, you took it out of my mouth. People who vote a specific way. And you have those people who are acting a specific way on either side. Just because a group of people are acting one way does not that does that you can't lump the whole group yep. into that. You you go we have you have extremes. You have people who are extreme to the right. Yes. And you have a people who are extreme to the left. And you know what I call myself? I'm too I'm too left for the right and I'm too right, right for, for the, the left. left. I mean and you have what and those type of people probably call it, they probably call them moderates. Yeah, I think that's probably what they would call them. So I mean, and we, like like we said earlier, everybody has their own leanings. Mm-hmm. You may lean a little bit more liberal. Mm-hmm. You may lean a little more conservative. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to tell you which side I lean towards. But, you know, we all have our personal leanings. But, like we just said, we're going to probably, it's going to be redundant. We're going to probably keep repeating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you considering God? Consider him. If you're a believer, that that's what we're trying to push. Are you considering God? And, like, and to piggyback on what Therese just said, you know, you have people who are extreme, extreme right and extreme left. Those people, you cannot say just because they're doing this, you feel like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, you feel like because you have people who are extreme right, you think all Republicans are like that. Mm-hmm. Or you have people who are extreme left, you think all Democrats are like that. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Same thing. When we let, let, If you bring it to the race. Let's talk. Let's go. Just because, you know, you know, we're already in a very sensitive time. Very. When it, com- when it comes to the race topic, mm-hmm. just because you see some black people doing this, you cannot group all black people as the s- doing the same thing. Right. Because we're not all doing it. Many of you that's listening to this now, y'all, you go to work, you go to church, you try to take care of your family, mm-hmm. you try to live a quiet and peaceful life. Mm-hmm. That's what you're all about. You mm-hmm. try, you know, as we say, you're trying to get the bag. Yeah. That, that's your focus. You're trying to please God. You're trying to get the bag. You're trying to take care of your family, live a nice life, mm-hmm. and do what God told you to do. Then you got some of us who are of our demographic. You know, they're trying to, they out here game banging, robbing, shooting, doing all that. Just because they're doing that, mm-hmm. all of us are not doing the same thing. Facts. So, in take, taking that as an example, don't think that just because you see a certain group or, or uh, a few of the people who are extreme right, you think all Republicans are like that, or people mm-hmm. who are extreme left, you think all Democrats are like that. No, don't 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 loop everybody in the same bucket. Because I, I love guns, you know. Some people will say I'm right because of that. There are some left who don't like that. You know what I'm saying? You I can, like. I you like come guns. in my house unannounced. I like guns. You come in my house uninvited <laughs> and you trying to start something. Pow pow. Chitty chitty bang bang. bang. I say, you know, you know my, you know what my slogan is, stay strapped to get clapped. I'm just saying, <laughs> that's our, that's how it goes. our freedom. That's our right to defend ourselves. But let's be careful not to drape the cross with an American flag. Yeah. Are we preaching kingdom or are we preaching Americana? Yep. Mm. Because when you, (laughs) we said this on another episode, we said this on another episode, when you stand before God, he's not going to say, well done, my good and faithful black person. Same thing, he's not going to, when you stand before God, he's not going to say, well done, my good and faithful American. He's not going to say that. He said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. So at the end of the day, it's, and don't get us wrong, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you loving your country. Mm-hmm. There is nothing wrong with us loving our country. I'm of the belief that this is the best country in the world. Oh man, yeah. I'm just of that belief, and you know what? With, with us, with us saying that, let me say this. I, was, I think I said it on another podcast. Mm-hmm. Can we please stop saying, um, just burn it all up, this country going to hell, all this and all that, and then we turn around and say, God bless America. You can't have it both ways, bro. You cannot curse what you want God to bless. You cannot do that. We and many of us need we need to repent of that. 
I, I, we understand that a, a, like every country has its problems. Yes. Every country has its problems. We are not excusing that we got issues and problems. We all do. In our personal lives, just like a family has its issues, a country's going to have its issues. We all have it. We all have it from, from the east to the west. North and south. North and south. Everybody got problems. But what we what we need to do is we need to, one, better ourselves. Yep. Because strong individuals make up strong families. Strong families make strong communities. Yep. Strong communities make strong societies. Strong societies make a better world. Come on with it. If we as the believers... Because that's who we're talking to. Mm-hmm. If we as the believers, if we would simply start speaking right, mm-hmm. if we would start actually praying for our nation like we should and mm-hmm. stop cursing it, we would see a change. If we get involved more in politics, maybe we'll start to see some. We would see, we would see a change. We would. Because we keep saying, and now I also have an issue. Everybody keeps some, some of the, I'm doing the air quotes. The prophets, air quotes, because mm-hmm. some people are calling themselves prophets. And first of all, and this is going to be a whole another conversation. We just might need to have it. We might need to have it with pop. We will. You calling yourself a prophet, but who has ordained you? Yes. Who who can verify that? And you out here giving words, and many of you are probably giving words, and you giving words, and you're still offended because of something that happened to you in the old church. Or in the old ministry, or you mad because somebody had to rebuke you because you were out of order. Ooh. Ooh. They go to that, they go to that offense plan, right? <laughs> now, I, that's just, now, I have an issue with that. We I'm, we definitely, when we when we talk to Pop, we interview him and Lady, we, def, we definitely got to bring that up. Yeah. But some of us that's, you know, we speaking judgment, 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 judgment on America. What if, if we go Bible, hmm. we saying all this judgment, Go back to the book of Genesis, Abraham. Mm-hmm. God God told Abraham, okay, if I find 50 righteous, mm-hmm. I'll spare the whole city. He said that. Came down to 40, mm. 30, mm-hmm. 20, 10. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, if I could just find one, one, if there was one, one righteous, one. I would spare the whole city. And he couldn't even find none in Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure in America, uh-huh. God can find at least one righteous that will cry out for this nation. One. And I know he got one. You're looking at two right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I know. I also know we got a whole. I got a whole church. Yeah. By the name of Citygate Ministries International. <laughs> shout out! <laughs> shout out to Apostle Ryan and Pastor Erica McJensen. Shout out to Faith, Faith, Glory, Glory, Trey and Angie Cleveland. So we got two churches right there. Two. Do we agree with it, with everything that's going on in this nation? No. no. Do we have stuff that we would if if the Lord opened up the door for us to speak to those in authority, and you know we're both prophetic churches? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we, we will give them the word of the Lord. But us as believers, if we were just getting our rightful place and mm-hmm. really pray, yeah, we say we use it all the time in prayer. Uh, uh, Second Chronicles seven and fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name, will mm-hmm. humble themselves and pray, mm-hmm. seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, mm-hmm. then I will hear from heaven, heal their sin, uh, forgive their sin, and heal their land. That's he, Bible. Now he he didn't say the nation. He said if my people. 
So us as the church, us as the believers, and y'all please stop getting on social media. Y'all, one post, you you cursing your president. Oh, I'm about to get on that in a second too. We, we, you cursing the president, you cursing the nation, you cursing this and cursing that. And then two posts later, you asking God, you want God to bless you or you want somebody to pray for you. You, you spewing out dishonor. As much as we may disagree, our job, we're supposed to take these things to the Lord in prayer. After we prayed, he will give us strategy. He will give us things that we're supposed to do. But yes, go, it goes back to it, how we consider God and what we're doing. And truth be told, we're really not doing that. Mm. I think you was about to say something, too. Mm-mm. I wasn't going to say nothing. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, look at yeah, look at you feel like you about to say something. You know, I was reading something. I was like, mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but I already said it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I need to find that scripture. I think I want to say it's in Second uh, Timothy or First Timothy, where um, it says how we're supposed to pray for those who are in authority that we may leave a quiet and peace and peaceable life. Yes, First Timothy two. I'm reading this for everybody. First Timothy two uh, verses one through. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read it real quick. I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. So, therefore, do I agree with President Trump and everything he's done? No. Mm-hmm. Do I agree um, with all of his policies? No. Do I agree uh, with the words that he said? No. I will let you know that right now. No, I do not agree with everything he's done. I have great issue with a lot of stuff that he's done and said. Oh, yeah. Definitely. However, the one thing you're not going to see Maurice do is get on social media and downright dishonor him. Mm-mm. I've e- I've even gone as far to see people almost wish, basically wish death on his children. Oh, they have. And it's even I've even seen some believers yeah. agree with it. Yeah, like bro, that if if we can't, we have to repent. We have to repent of that. When you share something like that, that means you're in agreement. You are in agreement, and according to the scripture that I just read, we're supposed to be praying for them that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life. If we just look at the media and look at everything that's going on in our society, and just in our nation mm. right now, is any of this quiet and peaceful? Mm. Not at all. None of it. But where's the church stand on this? M- uh, many of the church is agreeing with it. Yeah. So. And mm. and let, let's let's even let's even go this far, okay? No, we may not agree with everything the president does. No, we don't. I just said it. I don't agree with everything he's done. However, I'm making sure also that when I do pray for him, that my heart is in the right posture to pray for him. So, therefore, if you have hatred in your heart towards that man, if you downright, if you just, if your heart is not postured right, when you go to pray for him, you need to first of all repent. Even even when the election comes and after the election, all of us are going to have to repent for whichever candidate, how we, how we view whichever candidate mm-hmm. that we went against or went for. In order for us to pray properly, our heart has to be right towards them in order to pray. That even goes to when you're praying for people that uh, your own family that you got issues with. 
you can't pray for people and your heart is not right towards them. If you don't have the heart of God towards a person, you're not going to be able to pray right. So, therefore, how can we pray for this nation and we don't have the heart for this nation? Mm-hmm. How can we pray for our president and we don't have God's heart towards him? Mm-hmm. Many of us need to repent for that. Yeah. And remember what Michael Jackson said? <laughs> he went to Michael Jackson. <laughs> starting with the man in the mirror. <laughs> like I said before, if you want the change that you want to see, you got to you gotta be an example of it first. We have to, man. We have to, bro. Each, if each and every one of us takes accountability for our own actions, um, and how we conduct ourselves, and we start there um, with with God giving us the the direction. This world will be a better place. It will be. But we all know what the Bible says about this world. Do we really? Do we honestly this day? Do we really know what the Bible says? No, we don't. We talked about Bible literacy before. Like, do we? <laughs> some of the stuff I've seen, I've been seeing lately. Uh, it's scriptural. Like, dog. do y'all even read your Bible? I'm telling y'all, man. Like, me and me and Maurice have conversation, man. There's there's theology that's that's sparking up right now that goes blatantly against the Bible. And I was giving some, I was I was schooling some people on that, uh, which you texted me about a month ago, mm-hmm. um, and they were like, I had no idea. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, man. Church, man. We gotta stop being so scared, scared, and holier than thou, for lack of a better term, and come off that pedestal and really see what's going on, man. We got to. Like, like I said, like like I said when we did the, um, man, it was probably the first podcast we ever did. I was talking about how how we get comfortable. Yeah. Comfortability cripples us. It does. And uh, when what we what we condone is going to end up being the thing that kills us. Yeah. It's like sin. When we condone sin, eventually you're going to die in your sin if you don't give it to God. Right. Sin costs. What's, what's the scripture uh, in it, Romans? It costs Christ his life. It says the wages of sin. is death. The wages. The wages. Which means you are paid. <laughs> you got to pay for your sin. Yes. Christ already paid for. Already paid for. Already paid for. That's why when you sin, you repent. But repentance means you have to change your heart, change mm-hmm. your mind, which means when I truly go before God and I say, Lord, forgive me of this, that's a declaration that, Lord, I have changed, I've changed my stance on this particular thing, and I know for a fact that this is displeasing you, and I have not to do it again. Right. That's what it is. Right. Because every time we we sin, we basically put Christ back on that cross. Every time. Every time. Just to put that in perspective. Shout out to Bizzle for painting that picture for me. (laughs) That's CHH for you right there, man. (laughs) But y'all, it's a very, and let me see. The first debate is, so today is Monday the 21st. I think the first debate is on the 29th. Of this month mm-hmm. of September, mm-hmm. so we're basically heading towards the last month and one week before the election. Mm-hmm. You know, there's already been so much negativity regarding 
both candidates who mm-hmm. are the, both of the main candidates, because we just said earlier there are actually others who are on the ballot as well. But both of the main candidates, you know, there's already a, a lot being said about them, both positive and yeah. negative. Yep. And, you know. I got my alt with Joe Biden, as well as I have an alt with Trump. Yep. And, you know, and. I will say I will say this. For you know those uh, you know those who are you know labeled as conservative Christians or evangelical Christians, mm-hmm. of course, probably the main thing that you're going to hear them really um, say that they're voting they're voting on is going to be uh, which which candidate uh, is against abortion, mm-hmm. um, which one is the uh, who is pro Israel. Mm-hmm. And I believe all the, all of those should be definitely be considered very much. But I also believe those are on the heart of God. But I also believe that those are not the only things that are on the heart of God. Facts. So I want to say I'm trying to make sure I say this correctly. Mm-hmm. So with that, it's all going back to the original mm-hmm. thought that we put out there. Are you considering God in this season, or are you simply just going to vote based on the crowd and their feelings? And because let's dive, let's dive into this real quick, mm-hmm. and I don't even—I may be done after this. Us as African Americans, us as Black people, mm-hmm. I want us to consider this question: mm-hmm. Why do we always vote Democrat? Because historically, we always vote ninety ten. Ninety percent of us vote. This this is every election. Ninety percent of us vote Democrat. Have, you, have any of us ever asked ourselves why? I'm not. Now look, like I said, like we just said earlier, you you are. Mm-hmm. We are not pushing you towards either candidate. We're not endorsing either candidate. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. No, well, both of us just said we really don't know which way we go. So I'm about to say I don't know what Therese, I don't know who Therese is voting for. I don't, I don't know right now. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm leaning a specific way, but you know that that could flip flop. I'm, I'm still, I'm still petitioning with God. Yeah, on some subjects. Me I'm, too. I'm looking at policy, people. I'm, I am literally pulling up each platform. Get informed of what you're voting for, people. Don't just vote for a specific person because of how you feel about something. Thank you. Stop that. Because you're gonna be put, you're gonna put something in the White House that is going to. I don't know. I don't know. I can't see it in the future. I'm not. I don't operate fully in the prophetic. I don't. All right. All I know is that, given history, when you vote for something because of how you feel or how you feel about a the, the opposing. I don't know. You. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. I mean, Nobody. honestly. The state, the state that we're in right now, man. Um, not to get emotional, but if you wanna, if 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 how I see it, there's racism on both sides. Yep. I'm sorry. Um, I hear the rhetoric that 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 Trump spews, and some would say it's some would say it it is racist. Some would say it's not. I listen to what Biden says. Some would say it's racist. Some would say it's not. They both have their flaws. Yep. They both have their flaws. I call I call Joe Biden Crown Bill Joe Biden. Yep. I call him that. I call 
Kamala Harris, lock them up, Kamala. <laughs> because she's done some stuff in California that she did. I don't agree with. She did. I don't agree with. Have these people been have they have have they been repentive and uh, remorseful? I've heard Kamala say she's remorseful. Um, Biden, on the other hand, he said he was proud of the crime bill. He did. Okay, cool. He's got some. He's got some stuff that he's enacting that he wants to enact that I can rock with. Mm-hmm. On the same ticket, Trump got some stuff that I can rock with. Yep. But that statement right there, everything that I just said before that statement that I just that that statement that Trump has stuff that I can rock with, mm-hmm. that's gonna get me crucified, right? Yeah. Now. I can go ahead and tell you that now. People are gonna be like, "Oh, Trump's gonna vote for Trump." No, that's not what he said. That is not what I said. I said that both sides have stuff that I can't agree with. And I want us I want us to really consider this also. Why is it that because you meet someone that has a different opinion or a different mm-hmm. view than you mm-hmm. that you want to disown or discredit them? That's communism, dude. That's a communistic mind. Uh, that is that even a word? <laughs> because when you think of communism, you have a dictator. Yep. That makes the decision, and you gotta go with it. If you yeah. go against it, off, off with your head. But even not even looking at it in a, in a political sense, why, why is it? Why, I believe we would really experience the beauty of humanity mm-hmm. when we are open to hearing different views, hearing different this opinions, and still. I, I, I don't know if I read a post or did. I'm, I'm, maybe I put it mm-hmm. up. I don't remember, but I saw it on social media. Mm-hmm. I can have a different opinion. Mm-hmm. And not hate you. That's a yeah, yeah. It's like it's like now these days we equate me having another opinion or speech. me wanting to go another route as me hating something or hating you right. or going all the way. No, a good example I said today. Uh, we we got a new team member at work. Cause me and him were kind of having the same conversation, and this is my first time meeting him. We just kicked it like we were just, and he he actually initiated. Yeah, he initiated, but he he also had got some different views than I had. Mm-hmm. But man, we we just kicked it and we were just cool. And me, and, well, we it was some stuff we agreed on, some stuff we didn't. And he even brought up, he was like, "Cause I, I, we brought the example, football teams. Mm-hmm. Like you, Teres is a Colts fan. Yes, I'm a Panther fan. One and one, baby. Ah, uh, shut up. Is it zero and two? Sorry, man. Thank you for dealing, baby. <laughs> do you not know what oh. <laughs> Hey McCaffrey out for the year too? Nah, just for a couple of weeks. Oh, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm am digressing a little bit. Okay. I hope they seen if they if they would have invested in giving Cam a good offensive line. Definitely. Look at luck. Granted, Seattle Seattle did not have a good pass rush. They didn't. However, if you get if you if we would have gave Cam some good protection. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we might have had a Super Bowl. We wasted seven years of Andrew Luck's <sighs> career, and he gone now. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let me get. I, I digress. <laughs> but anyway, so me and we brought up the fact that you know sometimes I, like, I go to the barbershop. Mm-hmm. My barber he likes the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I'm a Panther fan. The other barber in there, um, he's a Bengals fan. Mm-hmm. That was the first time ever. Really? Right. The same face you just made was the same <laughs> face I gave him. Really? <laughs> he's a Bengals fan. I don't know many of them in South Carolina. Right. right. Usually it's Redskin and Cowboys. Exactly. Hmm. So, 
and I was like, and we we brought that up today, and we were like, we all have different views, mm-hmm. but we don't hate each other because we right. like different teams. Right. Same thing with this. Mm-hmm. Why is it that when it comes to this issue of politics, or even mm-hmm. if it may be abortion, you may we mm-hmm. all got di- some people may have different views about that. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, I th- with that, I think is because this affects people's ways of life. True. That's, I think that's why, but that's, that doesn't even, I mean, that's not giving any excuse. No, but even in, even in th- on that topic, do we consider God on that topic, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. There's going to be different views on this. Yeah. You all may disagree with this. You may agree. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But God has something to say about that, too. He does. He does. So, like, like I said earlier, you know, with those who are in the evangelical community, that's one of their big... They're big talking yeah, points, there is. but it's one of the main things that they're hitting on, and sometimes it's like that's the only topic of conversation, but it is still a very important conversation, and it is on the heart of God. It is. Because if you want to go back to the biblical context, uh, in the Old Testament, uh, God, it was an abomination when mm-hmm. you, he would, they would call it passing your children in the fire or mm-hmm. passing your children to Molech. Back in that day, what Molech was, it was a... Um, it was a deity. He was um, like a statue. Like I believe it's like a, a calf or a cow or a bull. One of those. And in the center of it was a hole. They would they would carve out a hole, and they would they would have fire in it. So when they say passing their children through the fire, they would actually sacrifice their children in that fire of, of that golden. I don't want to say it was golden, but in that image. And as they were putting the children in the fire, as they were burning, they were beating drums. To drown out the cries of the children. Mm. That's the equivalent of the spirit of that's the equivalent of abortion today. So when you read that and the Bible they talking about passing your children through the fire, that's what it's talking about. And God called that an abomination. So he and he has he has issues with that, major issues. It was also said, fun fact. Mm. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. So some archaeologists actually found out. And some believe this is probably why uh, when the children of Israel went to Jericho, mm-hmm. why the walls had to come down. <laughs> I was just looking at that. So, uh, according, according to some archaeologists, and y'all can, it's on it's online. Uh, I forget what website I saw it on, but some archaeologists they were uh, excavating uh, Jericho. They found that there were some jars in the walls of Jericho. In those jars were baby bones, and some like some Bible scholars believe that the reason. God had to make the wall come down because part of the Canaanites that lived in Jericho, part of their religion was, you know, killing babies. They felt ah. like that was, they felt like that was a sacrifice to their God that they served. Got you. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. So when you get when you get to talking about abortion, mm. it's, it's it's it gets deep. Dude, I mean which goes back to are we reading ooh, our Bible? We, I, ooh. Ooh. Now for mm. me, for me, for me, yes, I am. I'm against abortion. Yeah. You may can get me with if it, if it, you know. Yeah. With the the life of the mother. Yes. That's probably where I'm probably gonna be like, okay, yeah, we that's, may need. To, it's always it's, a touchy topic. It's, I it's, ask it's, that it's question. Ve- yeah, it's very touchy. I ask that question. One, but once again, we have we. It's okay for us to have different views. Yeah. And I don't hate you for it. There you go. I don't hate you because I have different views. Yeah. And when it comes to this topic of politics, 
we have gotten to such a point, especially in the body of Christ, when it comes to many of us in, in African-American, if you ain't voting Democrat, we got an issue with you. Mm-hmm. Or That's if you fair. call yourself conservative, uh, you know, this and that, I got an issue, whatever. It shouldn't be this way. It should not. It should not be this way. Once again, y'all vote how you want to vote. But consider God. Please, consider please God. consider God. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, just truly seek after what he's saying in this time. Please and look, look to the look to the prophets, man. I'm telling y'all, man. There's some, there's some really, some really deep stuff that's going on right now. Me and Maurice are like going back and forth, yeah, with some stuff, man. And I, I posted on my yeah. Insta, I posted on my Insta story the other day yeah. about there was a oh, you know with the recent passing of uh, mm-hmm. Justice uh, Ginsburg, mm-hmm. and there was there's a prophet from the UK that I follow. Mm-hmm. And he he released this word back in January. January twenty fifth. Yeah, that there will be a there will be a judge that would his specific words would there be a judge that would drop the gavel this year. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, Judge Ginsburg she just recently passed. Mm-hmm. You know, God rest her soul. You know, she was a a pioneer for for women. Yeah. You know, I'm speaking nothing against her. I do I agree with every decision she's made. No, mm-hmm. I do I do not. However, I do honor her for you know the strides that she's made mm-hmm. for women's rights. You know, and, and you know, another another example. Do I agree with everything she did? No, but I can still honor her. I don't have hatred yeah. towards her. You know what I'm saying? Right. We can still. It's okay for us to have disagreements, but still, at the end of the day, I can still treat you as a human being. I can still love you. And so it's it's the same thing with us in in the poli- in the political conversation. Just because I have different views does not mean I have to hate you. Right. It does not mean you cannot invite me to the cookout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want me a burger and a hot dog. I like my baked beans. And I want my red Fago. Mm. No, I want the pineapple. Give uh, me the, give me the pineapple. Fago? Mm. Bruh. The pi- the peach the peach is hit. No, that pineapple though. Nah, look, I'm a, what's the um what's the what's the uh the uh, the Hispanic soft drink? Look, the Tahitian tree. Not Tahitian tree. It's in that funky looking bottle. I know what you're talking about. I can't yeah. think of the name though. I know I, I know what you're talking about though. Waritos. Ah, yes. I I've never had it yes. though. It's not that good. I tried that. It was good. It's good. I tried that. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like I don't agree with everything uh, Justice Ginsburg, mm-hmm. everything she voted on or against. But I still, right. I can still honor her. Right. But like Terrence just saying, you know, there are, and like it kind of goes back to what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Really watch who you really call a prophet. You know, try to. Check their lineage. Yeah. You know, who laid hands on them? Who are they submitted to? Before you go believe in everything. Right mm-hmm. now, right now, you if you got a Facebook page or YouTube, you can go in there and say whatever you want. Yep. But I'm just I'm at the point I, I need to I need to know your lineage. I need to know validity in you. Yeah. Are you are you a valid prophet? Yeah. But there are prophets who are who have spoken about what's going on and going back to where I was trying uh I kinda cut myself off. I'm just of the, I'm of the belief. The prophetic is the news media for the believer. Facts. The prophecy facts. is the, prophecy is the news media for the believer. That's a fact. So if you you should be us as believers should be connected to prophetic voices. Uh, no. Uh, is your is your church a prophetic house? Are you being trained to hear the voice of God? Are you connected to people who know the, who can hear and know the voice of God? 
because they'll they'll be giving you insight and letting you know about what's coming and how you should be posturing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I even believe this podcast is is a voice for, you know, yeah. to give you a voice for that. You know, definitely. Um, so yeah, that you know, this conversation we've been sitting on it for weeks, and like we said earlier, we weren't even. We we're we gonna say this for next week, yeah. but we just started talking about it. We say, you know what? Let's just go with it. Let's just go. So, you know, I I believe I'm done. I, but you know, I I pray that you know from this conversation we've you know gotten your thought processes you know kind of churning and no thinking. You know what? Let me say this too. Not only pay attention to the presidential election, there are also local mm-hmm. local things going on local elections that are happening mm-hmm. that you also need to be paying attention to. Not just for what's going on in the country, but what is happening right there in your own community. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we were just talking about, you know, those who uh, are, are prophetic, who call themselves prophets, yada, 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 all that. Before you try to go out and be a prophet to the nations, do you even know what's going on in your own community? Mm. Have you picked up a newspaper? So, you know, and not just for those who, who are prophetic, just you as an individual, do you know what's going on? Do you know who's running for uh, your city council? Do you know who's running for um, state director of education? Do you know um, who's running for your state senator seats? All, all of that, because that directly affects you, along with who's running for president as well. So, you know, it goes back, are you doing your research? Are, are you listening to this? Are you even registered to vote? Are you going to vote? That is your right. Then, you know, of course, there are some who who think it's all fixed. I've heard that. I've heard that conversation. They think it's all it's already fixed, whatnot, whatever. And I don't know, Terry. You may can agree or disagree. I don't, I'm gonna get your input. Mm-hmm. I'm just of the belief, you know, if you don't vote, you really don't have too much to say t- you can't really put your input but on the flip side you grown you gonna say what you want to say anyway yeah I, I agree um you know <laughs> it's like let's, let's make it simple it's like you know you're in a group of you're in your fam- your family you take a vote on which family vacation spot you want to go Say so you got Gatlinburg, you got Miami, you got, you know, Arizona, California, Las Vegas. Everybody votes. You say, well, I don't really care. They pick Vegas. You're like, ah, it's too hot. You said you, you didn't care. You said you didn't care. Let's bring it on home. Both of us married. Mm-hmm. Baby, which one to eat tonight? I don't care. Okay, I'm about to go to Applebee's and get something. Nah, uh, I nah, you just said you didn't care. You said you didn't care. What's your input? What's your input? Even if you vote for the third, the the third and fourth party candidate. If you write in Bishop T D Jakes, whatever. You voted. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a say so. <laughs> you voted, but people will be like, well, you know. A vote for George Jensen or anybody else is a vote for Trump. 
or if you're on the right, somebody say a vote for that candidate is a vote for Biden. Yeah. You voted. You you exercise your right. Right. As an American citizen. If so. you voted for either one, it's set it's set right on your heart. Right. Now, maybe God led you to that vote for that candidate. Yep. Okay. You voted. You did. You have to have your input. Yep. You got anything else, bro? Remember, if God rules, it's it's not the Democratic view and God's view. It's not the Republican view and God's view. It's just simply yep. God's view. If you're a believer. If you're a believer. If you're not, you do, hey. you do as you please. So, as a review, <laughs> please consider God. Mm-hmm. You know, consider God during this time, especially we got a little bit over a month left before yeah. election. Consider God in your decision. And seek out prophets who are speaking on the climate of what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, check the validity of this person. And, um, and you no. Know, to piggyback on what you just said, too, you as a believer, too, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Oh, yeah. You can pick up kind of when somebody is like, yeah, they kind of yeah. off. You, yeah. can, you can tell when it's not really coming from a pure place um, where there's, it's like an undertone yeah. when they talk. Be, I would say definitely say be careful about that. It's, it's also it's almost like they're trying to puff themselves up and. Not there's trying they're trying to speak to make themselves seem that, but it's also it's way. also it's also almost like it kind of goes back to what I said earlier mm-hmm. about you know how we can't pray for the president mm-hmm. and we have uh, hatred in our heart towards him. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there's not a purity coming from, coming out of the heart when they speak, mm-hmm. and it's like you. You have to come from a pure place. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible, Jesus said in Matthew, "Blessed are the pure in heart, uh, for they shall see God." Mm-hmm. I believe that comes your pure in heart is dealing with your motives. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So, if you have pure motives towards a thing, you're gonna see God move on your behalf towards it. Mm-hmm. So, when when you and go back to what Teresa said about you know listening to those prophetic voices, you know really you can you can sense the motives, you can sense. Uh, kind of where they're coming from, and yeah. you're even you're gonna. There's many out there. There's, I, I've seen a few. They really love this country, but they love God too, and mm-hmm. they won't. They want to. They don't want to see this country fall. Yeah. So, it's so I'm you, that way. I mean, like, I, guys, I, I love, I love this country, but I also understand that there's a lot of ills that need to be yes corrected, and as a believer. God is the only healing bomb that can fix the only one. anything. I'm glad you just society, said that. Man. We you we got to remember too. Just because we're voting, none none of these candidates can mm-hmm. fully fix what's going on. No, they can't. Until this uh, this nation until this nation turns back to God, you, God oh. is the only one that can fix every every single thing. Every single thing. That's that's from here to China to Istanbul to Timbuktu. Any th- any any ills that we are having in the, in this world, Christ is the only answer. Now, 
people are going to be like, well, why you always got to bring God in everything? Because he's in everything. He's in everything. I'm sorry. That's my firm belief. That's where my faith stands. If you don't feel that way, by all means, because people have been trying for years and years and years to fix things without God's help. And guess what? We ha- where we at right now? Where we at right now? Right. Thank you. If you want scripture, uh, Colossians 1, verses, verse 14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. It's talking about Jesus, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created mm-hmm. that are in heaven, mm-hmm. that are in earth, mm-hmm. visible and invisible. Listen, whether whether they be thrones mm-hmm. or dominions mm. or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. It says he is before all things and by him all things consist. So, and this is scripture. This is Bible. What is that scripture clearly says? There is no authority apart from God. That's basically what that's saying. So, I'm going to say it like this. If you don't believe that the word of God is the final authority, then we're not going to debate you. But according to what scripture says, Jesus is in all. He is above all. Everything was created by him. Everything was created for him. So, that's why we personally believe that Jesus is what we should his teachings, his principles, we believe it should be the forefront. It should be the foundation where everything is built upon. Ooh, that's crazy. We we try to, we want we want <laughs> we want mere people to fix problems that we keep trying to leave God out of. Right. Good luck with that, folks. Good luck with it. Good luck with it. Cause I'm gonna be out here preaching the word of God, best of my ability. To show people that he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is. So, we want y'all to consider God in your decisions. Mm-hmm. Consider God in your thought processes. Um, do your research. Do your research, please. Do your research. And I'm not going to say leave your emotions out of this, but have your emotional outspill and then step, take a step back. Yeah. Because emotions are every. There's things that are in motion constantly. Yeah. Our emotions, our emotions are always in motion. That's emotion ever motion. <laughs> They're always moving. Always. So please, please pray for discernment. Yeah. In this time, so that God can pull back the the clouds on your judgment, so that we can truly see what agenda is being played right now yeah okay do that that's all i gotta say that's all i gotta say <laughs> all right so what we say we said number one y'all consider god consider god uh do your research do your research uh therese said be connected to some prophetic voices please do okay as we pray make sure your heart is purified and right towards who you're praying for yes and you can take that and apply it to your life, into every other area of your life. If you're praying for somebody else, make sure your heart is right as and, you're praying for them. And to piggyback off that, do not pray ill upon someone. That is witchcraft. It is. Do not do that. It's you, either you, you, you're when you pray, you are to uplift and to. What am I? What am I trying to say here? You're up to uplift someone. Mm-hmm. Um. Who is in us? Who is who? Who needs 
direction. When you pray ill upon someone, you are speaking a curse. And you need to repent. If you're doing that, you need to repent. And scripture for that, too, uh, we gave it 1 Timothy 2, 1 mm-hmm. through 4. If you need scripture for that. So uh, make sure your heart is right mm-hmm. towards those that you're praying for. And like we said, and, and you know, if you are conversing about this with somebody and if they have a different view, hear them out. You don't have to hate them. Mm-mm. You can agree to disagree. At the end of the day, love everybody. Be open to hearing different views and coming away. You know, maybe you you may learn something from somebody. And remember, regardless, God God died for every single like Christ died for every single person on this earth, whether they believe in Him or not. For God so loved the world that He. That's key there, all right? Those who believe. Yeah. We good, bro. We good, bro. I'm glad we got this out of the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's been burning us for about a good month. I know. Man, what? I know it's been burning for about a good month. We took that week off to to, uh, brainstorm. That joker came up. Maurice brought that up. I looked at him with this look like, you really want to go there, man? But I'm glad we did. And but, you know, even from our from our intro our intro uh, mm-hmm. podcast, we wanted to get into these type oh, of yeah, type of subjects. And taboo it, stuff, man. There's gonna be more that we're gonna get into. Ooh boy. But we we definitely wanted to get this. And I'm glad we did. That way we can you know, yeah. w- with the debates coming next week. So I'm so, actually glad we did get to it today. So we'll give y'all some input on yeah. um, like where we said ta- we said we want to basically taboo topics. I'm talking about we're gonna talk about sex. We're going to talk, yeah, yeah. talk about sex, Yeah, Let's talk about it. Yeah. We married. We can talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we go, we go. Well, in the words of Kev on stage, oh, we're going to talk oh, about we're it. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about But we talked about politics. And yeah. that's taboo. I mean, we're going to talk about. And we'll probably, we'll, we'll probably come back to the, come back oh, around definitely. to it. Definitely. So. We're going to talk about misusing your platform. Oh, my. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's go, let's, go, let's go ahead and cut this thing. <laughs> this is another episode of the High Definition. This is your boy Maurice. And Torres. And we're going to catch y'all on the next one. Love y'all. All right, peace.